Welcome to Witness and Ponder. I'm Coach Karen, and my mission is to make a difference in the difference makers. This space is an invitation for you to ponder why you do what you do, learn ways to do what you want to do, as well as witness inspiring accounts of others who've already figured it out. Our first episode is about our best selves. I find that my best self appears when I'm able to control the appetites, desires, and emotions which detract from my Christ-likeness. You know, as Christians, we talk a lot about looking like Christ. Yet if we're honest, our failure to do so is one of the main reasons people choose something or someone other than Jesus to follow. The funny thing about control is that we typically work our hardest at controlling things outside ourselves, like people or circumstances. Yet we seldom put that effort or have that much success in controlling or regulating ourselves. Let's admit it, self-control is hard. Now It's ironic to me, though, that the control I seek to have in my world has more to do with external things than with my internal response to things. But quite frankly, friend, that is the only thing I can control. So let's take the short journey into ourselves with the longest exploration you'll ever take to find and invigorate your best self. Our guide will be the Holy Spirit, and some of our tools will be our spiritual disciplines and those of emotional intelligence. Our story today ponders the role of wisdom in self-control. If you want both, then let's begin. Most people take what they love and become an expert in it, right? But not me, no. I've taken my biggest weakness and have become credentialed in it. I'm certified in emotional intelligence, conflict dynamic behavior, and am a professional life coach. But even so, I still have to strenuously work out the spiritual and emotional outcomes that I want in my life. Just because I know what to do doesn't mean it's easy for me to do. Can you relate? Knowledge, of course, is valuable but in many cases can just be something that I know and don't activate. For instance, I know about healthy eating and financial stewardship, but I don't always do what I'm supposed to do. Even something as small as a good intention that doesn't get carried out is an example of the uselessness of the knowledge that I hold. So if knowledge is power, how can it be so impotent for me at times? Here's what I've learned. Knowledge doesn't make the changes in our lives without harnessing motivation. However, motivation, which is the reason we have for acting, right? It is a creature unto itself with a natural bent towards selfishness or fear. On their own, neither knowledge or motivation are tremendously valuable. What makes them powerful change agents is wisdom. This fascinating virtue is the sinew that wraps the bones of knowledge and motivation and propels them into action. Wisdom not only knows what to do and wants to do it, it actually summons self-control in order to get it done. Wisdom is not sedentary, and it does not stockpile. It is dynamic and purposeful. I used to think that wisdom was a combination of knowledge plus experience, but I'm convinced now that wisdom's distinguishing mark is action. Wisdom knows what is good, is motivated to have what is good, and is willing to do what is good. In short, wisdom does what knowledge knows. 
And what's even more beautiful is that all we have to do is ask God for it, right? James 1.5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Aspects of wisdom involve self-mastery. According to the Collins English Dictionary, quote, self-mastery is the ability to take control of one's life without being blown off course by feelings, urges, circumstances, etc. Self-mastery is that condition whereby your body is your servant and not your master, end quote. The skill is one of the most important facets to self-leadership and the most critical component to great leadership. Beyond leadership benefits, self-mastery's domain is the bridge between the soul and the self. This self-control is something that my soul longs for each day because I don't want the chocolate chip cookies to win, right? I don't want to blurt out unedited thoughts and I don't want my feelings to get the best of me or injure others. I have been blown off course way too many times than I care to admit, and I've worked hard to mitigate that. This is the focus of this podcast. We're going to aim for soul-freeing, character-building, Holy Spirit-fueled self-control. Uh-oh, am I losing you? Are you slipping away with uh, thoughts? Hang in there for a minute. I know this doesn't sound sexy or exciting. In fact, Our world shouts the exact opposite. But if we're all honest, we know that one of the things chipping away at our soul is the pitfalls of trying to be the best version of ourselves. Think about the people you respect and those you don't. As Christians, we tend to respect those who have a higher level of self-control and a giving spirit, right? This doesn't come naturally for most of us. In fact, self-leadership is my struggle. Self-control is my deficit. Self-mastery is my hard space. And because this is so, I'm convinced God has called me to be the, quote, if I can do it, anybody can do it, unquote, poster child for this. That's why I'm passionate about sharing the insights and tools that I use as an emotional intelligence coach. Jesus has spent decades developing these skills in me. I wish I could say that this weakness has become a strong, ripped, sculpted muscle, but I can't. It is, however, hard-won wisdom from decades of self-development in both the emotional and spiritual realms. It is tested, approved, and driven by the proof of my own transformation. If that's something you want to, then come along with me. And as we lock arms, I will share what I've studied, been inspired by, and personally lived out. You will learn the tips, tricks, and tough-to-tackle stuff that will keep most pain and embarrassment, which are the bylines of my life story, away. The end goal here is to shorten your learning curve, to shave off years or even decades of learning the hard way, and to even become unstuck if that is where you find yourself. Our focus will be the undercurrents of our emotional and spiritual selves because they are microscopically entwined. Our goal will be emotional and spiritual harmony because the gift of that is peace. Sounds good, doesn't it? The only thing we can ever hope to control is ourselves. And that's a critical component of self-leadership. Self-leadership applies to anyone who leads a family, a flock, or a Fortune 500 company because 
all of us need to lead ourselves well. The hope is that God will forge this process with grace and that the wisdom he offers will be the catalyst for the change you desire. I know it can be done. So, come with me, start now, and watch God move in your life. Time now for the Coaching Corner, a place to ponder, plan, and act upon the change you want to see in your life. The Coaching Corner is meant to help you ponder within for insights, look outside for examples and support, and take action with God to achieve it. First, ponder. What specific area in your life is God calling you to exercise more self-mastery in? What would life be like if you were able to summon that necessary self-control? Next witness. Who can encourage you and help you pray about making a change? Where would you want the most help from God? Ask for it in prayers you pray for wisdom. Action. What's the first step you can take to create a small victory? You can dig deeper with the following scripture, Matthew eleven nineteen b But wisdom is proved right by her actions. Luke 2, 52 And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. Proverbs 4, 5-13 Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget my words or swerve from them. Do not forsake wisdom, and she will protect you. Love her, and she will watch over you. Wisdom is supreme. Therefore, get wisdom. Thanks for listening. Come back next week, where we tackle pride and explore how some emotional sins are more tolerated than others. And hey, when you subscribe, rate, and review, You make a difference in helping others make a better difference, too.